0: Hey there friend and welcome to Courageous Radiance podcast. My name is Brittany Dixon and I am thankful that you are joining the podcast today. This is an anchored wives prayer day. This is day 26 going 31 days. so we're nearing towards the end of these prayers for our marriages, for our for the heart of our husbands as well as us uh, just really getting still with with the Lord and working on that regular rhythm of prayer, stillness, prayer, stillness, on repeat, on repeat, and doing that daily. So I really pray that this really has equipped you, not only for just this month, but for the days ahead, and that you see this through, maybe not exactly in the same way, where you're praying through scripture, but you also can. So there's really no limits. And for that, I really pray that your relationship with the Lord is just growing exponentially to just know that you can ask the Lord, Lord, where where, and what should I be studying right now? Where should I be pressing in? And even if you don't walk away from that question, really having any clarity from the Lord, we still are seeking him first and we're still waiting on him to lead and to guide our steps like sheep you know the sheep aren't making their own decisions for themselves sheep are waiting for their good shepherd who for us is Jesus so today we're reading psalm 119 verses 42 to 47 your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness and your instruction is true Trouble and distress have overtaken me, but your commands are my delight. Your decrees are righteous forever. Give me understanding and I will live. I call with all my heart. Answer me, Lord. I will obey your statutes. I call to you. Save me and I will keep your decrees. I rise before dawn and cry out for help. I put my hope in your word. the theme of the lord being like this not only this holy mountain that you're looking to that that your eyes are looking to that your heart is hoping and relying in but just also your your helper your sustainer like how you actually make it through the day i wonder i wonder about that for our husbands like how who and what sustains them every single day I wrote down. I, I thought of Psalm fifty-four, four. God is our helper. God is our God is our sustainer. So it's I, I hear both, or are all three of these, with within this the the tone of the psalmist. It's like God is like limitless, y'all. Like he can be so many things and do so many things, serve so many roles. You know, think about if if you're a wife, you're also a mom probably. Um, well not you don't have to be a mom, but if you are a wife, a mom, you are an Uber driver, you're a cook, you're a housekeeper, whatever you do for a living if you work outside of the home and and so much more. You can be, you know, the the baseball, the the little baseball coach and Our schedules get so full and it can be overwhelming at times if you're trying to do it in of yourself. So it's really important for us to also not just think about our fullness of our schedules and how we decompress if we know how to decompress, but also that of our husbands. How does your husband manage stress? How does he decompress and hold all of these different responsibilities? Or maybe from your eyes, you feel like he's not really being a leader or the most responsible and it's all kind of falling on your plate. The Lord is the helper and the sustainer in both, in all scenarios. And a good prayer that I really wanted to pray was just, I call to you, save me. That's in um, verse one forty six. I call to you, save me, and I will keep your decrees. And as a parent, I just think about even if the way that I'm going to help my child is not to necessarily help them in the way that they think I'm going to help them, but I love it when my children do ask for help, and we can, and I can even just be this project manager for them, or or maybe I'm your your coach to help, help you think through this different problem. Or maybe I do just alleviate it. And if I'm doing that in my mere mortal self, I can't even imagine with God, right, if we actually call to him. This is a good regular habit to call to the Lord in our distress. And in the meantime, in the waiting time, if you think about Psalm 27, verse 14, in the waiting time, can be very long. So what do you do in that waiting time when you're calling? Well, you're still keeping his decrees. You're still walking in his instruction. You're still looking to him and he's still sustaining. Again, I I mentioned the the Good Shepherd, um, John 10 10, well, 1011. Really, um, so I was looking, I was studying John 10 before, before doing this podcast, and I was like, you know, Jesus says Multiple times, I am the good shepherd or I am the gate. And this abundance, which is in and by way of our shepherd, uh, by way of this gate of walking in his instruction and and following him step by step, our life is sustained. So, I mean, how great to not necessarily be in the different situations that we might find ourselves in but to know that our remedy is in our good shepherd and to know that he cares. He is a good shepherd because he cares and he compares himself to the thief who is only here to destroy and, and to harm us. But verse four, specifically John ten, four, um, when he has brought all his own outside. He goes ahead of them. He goes ahead. The sheep follow him because they know his voice. I love that. He goes ahead of them. I don't know how that sits with your spirit, but today think about whatever it is that's surrounding you and to know that the good shepherd has already went ahead of you and simultaneously he's with you that's comfort that that is so when you again when you think about calling to the shepherd who's already ahead of you who's already next to you and who will save that is so freeing especially in tumultuous marriages or marriages that feel very bland. Just we're really busy in the season. We're, we're kind of two shifts passing in a night. Um, the kids have kind of taken the majority of our time. Our work is, you know, these, these fiscal years or these, this, this boss, or maybe you're maybe your own boss. So it's like, where do you, where do you draw the, the, the stop line being an entrepreneur or working long shifts? And marriage next to God only really works in that first place. So obviously God is first. And then our marriages really have to be a top priority. And y'all, I am guilty of, of not doing this. This is so easy to get in this, in the, the mantras of life and just, it gets lost. It gets swept up. And anything, including marriage, that you're not doing with intentionality, is it, going to get lost. It's going to get swept and drift. So... Let's pray that our husbands have God to call on to help to save them and that we collectively are doing that in our marriages and turning to the Lord, the good shepherd who's with us. in all of the busyness of our days and all of if there's trouble and strife that's going on and just taking our eyes off of the marriage and focusing on the beauty of Christ, our good Shepherd. Thank you so much, God, for your word, which encourages us, it fills us it um it gives us hope to truly anchor ourselves to in and through the busyness of our days, the overwhelming days, the days where it just feels like I can't really go forward. There's too much. God, in this time, I pray that our husbands know you in a personal relationship and that they're able to call to you and trust that you are their salvation and that you care for them and that you love them as a good shepherd does. And that, likewise, you're the gate, upon which that they should go through. Whether that's they have clarity, they're seeking clarity, whether they're sad or happy, full or empty, God, you are the gate, you are the good shepherd. You are everything that we need. I pray that our marriages truly hinge from that, Father God, and that you're glorified in and through us in all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen.